Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our Heaven Bound podcast family. This month, we're looking at jumpstarts written from the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. As for Hannah, she was speaking in her heart, but only her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. So Eli thought she was drunk. Then Eli said to her, How long will you make yourself drunk? Put away wine from you. Last night, I drove to hear my dear friend Ricky Jay preach. He is so good. His lesson was about judging and the Lord's reference to the beam in our eyes. Ricky referred to our passage today. I had not thought about it in a long while. The drive home made me think about this passage. Hannah was married to Elkanah. He actually had two wives. His other wife had children. Hannah didn't. This was some bitterness between the two women. Her husband did all he could to make Hannah know that she was loved. Our passage takes us takes place as Hannah was praying. She was making a deep promise and a vow to the Lord. If the Lord would only give her a son, she would give him to the Lord. How she wanted a son. She was praying. The prophet Eli was watching her. He saw her lips moving, but heard nothing. It seemed most strange to him. How can your lips move and not say something? His conclusion was terrible. He thought the worst. He thought that Hannah was drunk. Worse, he verbally rebuked her for being drunk. He told her to stay away from the wine. Eli was not even close in his assessment of Hannah. She was not drunk. She was praying. He was thinking the worst, and she was doing the best. Without asking her, without finding out for sure, Eli made his conclusions and then charged in with both guns blazing. His conclusions were wrong. His accusations were wrong. What he did would damage most of us. In fact, the Eli's today, and they're still at their post, watching others, trying to keep everyone on the straight and narrow, but too often pointing the judgmental finger and much too often doing more damage than they do good. Hannah was innocent. She was not drunk. I have done what Hannah has done many times. I've moved my lips in prayer without saying anything. The prayer is coming from the heart as it should. The prayer was between Hannah and God and no one else. My, we can be quick to destroy. My, we can tend to think the worst of a person first. My, we can get all worked up and make a mountain of a a molehill over nothing. The Elias today often would would have not enough courage to go confront a Hannah. Instead, our modern Elias would tell others. They would tell others that Hannah is not the Christian that she thinks she is. They would say, I saw Hannah drunk. Poor Hannah's reputation and character would be tarnished, destroyed, and ruined, often even before she knew it. People would start whispering about her. She would be excluded and avoided. Not knowing why people were treating this way, she would finally ask someone, who and by what reason this story came out. And Hannah's story would be twisted into becoming a full-fledged alcoholic. Shock, stunned, Hannah today would deny it. And the person would say, you have been seen drunk. She would say, who? And who saw me this way? Then the mystery game begins. It doesn't matter who saw you, you were drunk. Either you need to confess or it or you'll be disciplined. Running in fear and not sure what to do, Hannah today would stop attending. Her denials would not be heard. Her tears would be ignored. A good soul would be ruined because of speculation and a critical judgment of an Eli today. We ought to learn from this. There's some lessons for this. First, don't immediately think the worst about a fellow Christian. Try thinking the best. Second, if it's something that you feel is wrong, go talk to them. Don't do what Eli did. He didn't ask Hannah what was going on. He told her to quit drinking. His mind was already made up. 
Find out first. Get the facts. Third, put yourself in the other person's shoes. Maybe there's a problem. Maybe they're weak. Maybe you can help them. Try to restore, but don't destroy. Maybe there's something that you simply do not know. Maybe Hannah is praying and not drinking as you thought. Fourth, don't tell others, even if it's true. Gossip is never the avenue that helps other people. You and I can be so quick to judge. We love to be the Lord's watchdogs with a radar gun pointed at others. We notice who comes in late. We notice how how many times somebody leaves the auditorium for the bathroom. We notice who's sleeping. It's wonder how we get any worship in at all with all this watching that we're doing during worship. Maybe that's the problem right there. Maybe we're so busy watching others that we fail to watch ourselves and we fail to worship the God above. We can be so nitpicky toward each other that we nitpick to death. Never satisfied, we expect more. Parents can be this way. Good grades aren't enough, should have been the honor roll. Then the honor roll isn't enough, you should have had straight A's. Never happy, never enough. Pick, pick, pick. And some are just like that. It wears others out. It makes being with them tense. You just know something negative is going to be said. Something wasn't right. It's interesting, in the parable of the talents, the master was very happy and very satisfied with the results of the two-talent and a five-talent person. The Lord was pleased. I think sometimes the Lord is pleased, but the brethren are not. One other thought here, God knew about Hannah. He heard her prayer. He knew she wasn't drunk. He knew she was pouring her heart out to him. That's what we must do when we're walking in Hannah's shoes. And Eli in our life may be on the sidelines, pointing his finger at us, telling us how wrong we are and how we need to change. God knows. It's God that we must please. Years ago, I was preaching somewhere, and I used a story from a famous author. The author was controversial, and many mistrusted him. But he's a great writer. I love his books. So I told the story and never mentioned the book nor the author. And Eli came out and blasted me for using the story of a false teacher. He said that his piece and pointed his finger, beat me up, and went home content that he'd straightened out this young preacher. I was smashed. Then I thought, how did he know who the author was? I never referenced that. I never said anything about the book. Then it dawned on me that he must have read that book as well. I couldn't use the book, but somehow he could. Oh, the Eli's today. We must be careful with our finger pointing, our unfounded judgments, our jumping to conclusions, and hurting one another. Poor Hannah. Poor Hannah today. I wonder how many have been Christ for the things that they simply never did. We ought to learn some things from this great story. It ought to make us slow down and get the full story. It ought to make us be helpful and not hurtful. It ought to make us stand in their shoes for a moment. It ought to make us ask God to forgive us and to be more compassionate like he is. Again, remind ourselves, Hannah was simply praying. Thank you so much for listening.